All right. Welcome to Black Kid Thoughts Only Podcast Design with you and mine. Here I have a special guest. You know, we're in the same organization by the name of League and Legacy. I have, I'm sure you guys know who is who he is by name, or you know what I'm saying? You guys been asking who he was. <laughs> Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark, please introduce yourself to the people. <laughs> First off, I'm not a pastor, but I uh, God. You know, they, they they say speaking into existence, but yes, a minister. Um well, before, before we get into it, would you be um would you be so kindly to like tell them about your act well about your activism or your vision or you know what I'm saying, a little brief about leading legacy and you know? Oh man. Um well first off like you said, my name is Mark, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Trill Forte. We call it <laughs> artist name, alias. You know, it's just yeah. real truth and reality. Forte, give talent, skill. That is my give talent and skill. And that's what I'm using to bring into leading legacy. My Absolutely. talent and skill of bringing truth and reality inside of leading legacy. And, and beyond, you know, just only in leading your legacy to expand to communities and bring positive energy, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and people in places and better places mentally, physically, however we can help and assist in different things of that nature. Right now, you know, we have a record label. We uh, hope a lot of people try and get to uh, the place whenever they recording different things of that nature with our studio we're looking to expand on those things looking for many of other different routes to take with leading legacy just yes. just trying to find ways how to become a positive thing to the community to the culture There's a lot of different things we're not limited to anything we're not planning on being limited to anything oh so, uh, all I got to say is whoever's interested in being a part of something phenomenal. Let's yeah. Guys, I've been a part of this organization for um quite some time. And I would say this is the only part, the only time I felt the true brothership, you know, within complete strangers. Like I didn't know the, you know, I didn't know anybody in the organization, but once I was in the organization, I felt so welcome and, I call him Pastor Mark because he has so many, so much knowledge, so much um, infrastructure as far as you know. Like he has a, a, I was, I call his like he's very wisdomatic. He he has a lot of wisdom. Like you would think he's somebody grandpa. Like <laughs> you really would. Oh man, he he has a lot of wisdom, and he really sometimes guys, I seriously be needing enlightenment, or I might need a little, you know, uplifting. And I'll seriously call him, and he will really put that light into my spirit and really just give me something to look forward to. So, yeah, guys, if you need, if you want to feel a part of a family and be productive and, you know what I'm saying, if you're looking for, you know, act, tell the people um what kind of, can they be a rapper? They can be uh, anything. Like, it's no specific talent you have to have to be in the organization. Um, can- well, we're leading legacy, definitely one thing that I do see with everybody that is a part of it, that first off, everyone is greatness. Everyone has every bench of bits of greatness in them. 
and it doesn't only have to be with those people in leading legacy. You know, everybody outside of leading legacy has every bit of greatness in every inch and every centimeter of their body. Hmm. So that's the thing. The thing is being able to bring that greatness out outside of your thinking, outside of your talking, now to make it an action. Because everyone is great in their own way. Everyone's great in their own way. But how can we make that greatness not a dream anymore? Absolutely. Absolutely. How can we bring it to a reality? Yeah, but to answer your question, yeah, definitely. Um, it, you know, Houston area, of course, is where our domain is. So um, we're definitely looking for, you know, photographers, videographers, um, yes. producers, engineers, um, and a lot of different other things. That's just right now. Um, um, mm. Recently, you know, you know, I'm a life coach also. And, you oh. know, I'm looking at um, definitely getting other coaches involved into leading legacy because we're about to take off into another thing. I see a lot of stuff coming in 2021. Um that is about to make leading legacy go into another stage and everybody that's involved because this is something that's big. It's going to be something that touches a lot of people. And if we have people who think beyond themselves in leading legacy will shoot like a rocket into places that you've never thought you can shoot into. This organization has definitely, he is definitely a life coach guys. This man, he be just out. Do you even be realizing how much you be influencing people, or it just comes now? I think God, God is using him as a vessel to, you know, what I'm saying, help the youth, help even people his like my age. You know what I'm saying? Because I would, I would consider myself intelligent, but you can never be too smart. You always have things to learn in this life, and I always say that, you know. Yeah. And he has taught me so much that I didn't even think about. And I just appreciate this man for, you know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate being introduced to this group and then being in the group and learning so much about myself and so much about other people. And the studio, guys, is so nice. Y'all, you guys have to please go and visit the studio if you want to drop some bars. Pastor Mark is definitely, <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> the guy. He has the ear for it. He has the vision. Um, I will say this. You might have to do a couple of takes, but... Just don't don't be impatient because he really hear I, he hears something that I didn't hear. Remember I told you when you was um listening to the music and you kept making Kilo do it over and over. I was like, what do you hear? So obviously he he has an ear for music and he knows you know what I'm saying what's the right pitch, what's the right sound, and I feel like he's gonna he gonna hook you up if you go. So please go support Black Business guys, and yes, support the organization now. Let's get right into the topic at hand. So, Pastor Mark, what does the the word or the term self-love mean to you and how important it is? How important is it to have? Oh, self-love is 100% important. Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, everybody has their different interpretation of love. Um, but loving yourself, what are you going to do for yourself? Um, but l- let me let me just break it down in the terms that I perceive as you would call me, Pastor Mark, or 
you know, me being in ministry, the things that I have um, learned, experienced, and seen with love, love is a choice. We lose, hmm. we use love very loosely. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love this. I love that. You know, love can have so many different meanings, especially depending on where we're using it, how we're using it, and the context we're using it in. So, you know, but with 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 this context and the sense of love is a choice. Love is what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. So, in, in my opinion, self-love would be what you would do with yourself, what you wouldn't do with yourself, what you would do choices, what choices you would and wouldn't make. Hmm. Certain things, how you would feel you know, what what are you going to, how are you going to act? How would you carry yourself? A lot of that plays with, it plays a very important role of, or part of your character. You know, hmm. your character definitely will show how much self-love you have. And then you have to be careful with that self-love because if you're loving yourself in a certain way, hmm that people perceive to be self-love, it could be very toxic for yourself and to others. So does it become, does it transcend from self-love to more narcissistic, is what you're saying? Or does it turn from self-love to more cockiness or arrogance? Selfishness. Selfishness, okay. And because you can love yourself so much that you'd be so selfish with the gift that you've been given. You could be so self-love that you can be in a position to where you're selfish with giving knowledge to people who really need the knowledge that can go and go somewhere greater. You can be so selfish into a position to where you hurt somebody. You're so self-endured and, you know, you're involved in yourself too much. Absolutely 100% love yourself, but understand don't be in too much love with yourself to where you're so stuck in your own ways where Absolutely. it doesn't profit you or profit anybody else. Because I've said too many times, yes, we get hurt. Yes, we have positions and predicaments. And then, you know, in a sense, we call that the self-love to where, okay, you know, what, I'm not going to worry about anybody else but myself because of that pain. No, that's not really self-love. That's selfishness. I'm pushing myself away because of the pain. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that, but we have to be careful to identify what it is. Yeah, that's that's in the form of um, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Correct. You you feel like you'll never be good enough, so you sabotage yourself. You remove yourself. You become numb. And guys, I, you know, a lot. I hear a lot of people out there saying that they're numb to love or they're numb to feelings. And that can be indeed very toxic for yourself because when you're numb, of course, you don't feel anything. And what if somebody's presenting to you actual love, but because you've been hurt so much, you're shutting down and you're missing hmm. out on your blessing. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have to be open, even though, listen, guys, no one, no, this life, God did not promise this life to be painless you're gonna be hurt sometimes life is not gonna always be high like full of highs you're gonna have lows 
but the lows are to learn from them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't put your don't don't forget that, you know what I'm saying, even though you hit rock bottom, don't forget that you can still rise. Right. So please just be open to to love, be open to get even be open to getting hurt because guess what is gonna happen, whether you want to accept it or not. It's gonna happen, it's life, you know what I'm saying? So back to what you were saying. Self, so you're saying self-love is just the appreciation of yourself, but at the same time, not being too arrogant or too, you know what I'm saying, too focused on yourself that you're not able to provide anything else for someone else? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, just just the choices you make. It's a, it has a lot to do with your character. Right. And, and of course, you know, some people would say the experiences you go through, but I wouldn't be too pivy to say that because a lot of people use their experience, experience that they go through as excuses. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel it. Like I I get that. That's a good. That's a good way to put it, Pastor Mark. Okay. So next question is, what does validation mean to you? Is that a good thing for someone to possess? Or seek validation? Do you feel like it's a good thing to seek? Or do you feel like you should already be validated from within? Well, I I know a lot of people are going to hate this about me. (laughs) Because I've been a very... I'm a very... I'm I'm a perspective guy. Mm -hmm. People like hard answers for me. And I don't (laughs) give them to them. Because... (laughs) I mean, in some senses, you have to understand the context. So in the context of you trying to find validation, that's really the question. Are you trying to find validation to gain your confidence, to feel good about yourself? You go to get these cars and fancy clothes to show off to feel good about yourself? Mm -hmm. What kind of validation are you seeking? What is the purpose for your validation? Is your validation going to further you? Is the validation actually (laughs) purposeful? Is it going to build the empire or a legacy that's going to be able to feed generations beyond you? What is your validation for? Well, you know, it's it's very interesting that you would mention that. Uh, Me and my barber had this conversation also, and, you know, he would notice that I would have you know, sometimes I wear name brand um clothing, or I might have a Gucci headband. Or, and he asked me because I like honesty. He asked me, "What are you wearing a headband for? What are you trying to prove?" Now, you know, my response was, I, "I'm everyone knows me knows that I love fashion. You know, I love looking nice. I feel like you should definitely decorate your temple. It's yours. You know what I'm saying? Um, you should cherish you and whatever makes you feel nice. You should wear it, but." He was just saying that sometimes it's as minority or whatever, that sometimes we get so focused on materialistic things that we don't we don't um put those put that same energy on things that could improve our will our being as a person. Like for example, we'll buy a Gucci headband, but we're living with our mother. Or we're you know what I'm saying? Right. We don't invest in ourselves. Because that Gucci headband at the end of the day is materialistic. Rather than in, yeah. investing in your college education, you invest in, in, in things that have no value after a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, 
my question to you is, do you feel like people that wear like name brand items or might, you know, wear expensive clothes or jewelry or whatever you name it, whatever you call it, do you feel like they're seeking validation from external sources or can a person just be simply happy from within and wear name brand things? You can have both. You can have both. But let's go back to the what the guy at the barbershop was saying. Right. Let's let, let let's look at that real quick. You got the Gucci headband on, but you're living at your mama's house. <laughs> oh, How happy are you really? Oh, you know what this? <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's all the perspective. We got to look at it in context. We have to look at it in context because you can be really happy. You can mm-hmm. you can be wealthy and have all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You can be rich and have all of this stuff, but the context, like like you can have a, a million dollars and have all of this stuff, but are you happy with it? Can you sleep at night? Are you well, at peace? Are you at rest? You know. Well, I think I think people put an expectation on materialistic values. They think that if I buy myself a Lamborghini, I will be happy. Negating the fact that happiness comes from in within. It's in, internally. It's not external. Say that one but more they, time. I said people put value in materialistic things because they want to seek happiness from it. But they're negating the fact that happiness is an is an internal revenue. It's not external. That's one of the biggest things that people forget. They look for happiness in materialistic things. Yeah, that could bring you some joy only for the moment. Right. After you drive that car a couple of good miles, you're going to want something else. Materialistic right. things will not keep you happy. You have to keep buying things that depreciate. And that's the difference from what the guy at the barbershop was saying. Instead of you having a Gucci hat at the at, at your mom's house, all that money that you put into all that fashion could be put into things that don't depreciate. Like Excellent. land. Go do your research on how land in your state is rising. Go look at it. From 1997 till today. Go look at how land continues to rise in price per acre. I I certainly believe. See me. I buy. I can only speak for myself. You know. I feel that I'm internally happy. I, I'm one, I feel like I'm one of the people that's internally happy. I feel like I'm I'm naturally a jovial person. I buy materialistic things like you know I might buy me an, and I don't buy I don't buy it often, but sometimes you know I reward myself. I'm a hardworking young man. You know right. I, I you know I'm always at work. I'm always doing photo shoots. I buy my things because I reward myself, and I feel like everybody needs to be rewarded. But you can't reward yourself if you're not valuing. If you you're not bringing any value to yourself, meaning, you know, what I'm saying, if you're not working or if you're not, if you don't have a, a, a source of employment or income, 
you have no sense of rewarding yourself because you you you're not working for anything you have you know what I'm saying versus me i I work for everything I have, and I you know what I'm saying sometimes I might go in the gallery and I might see something that I like and I'll get it, but right. also you have to learn how to I have a priority list, you know what I'm saying best believe I'm not going in the gallery if my car note's not paid, you right. know so. You also have to prioritize, and I feel like a lot of people get lost in that, too. They rather buy name brand, but they don't have anything to their name, or they're not doing anything Ooh, productive. Wow. E- 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 wow. That, that's powerful right there. I- I'm going to tell you this. I don't find anything wrong with a reward system, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm on some big stuff, as you know. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking big. I'm thinking beyond me. Right. Why am I going to reward myself if I have not completed my dream? Oh, you know Why what? am I going to reward myself if I'm nowhere where I need to be? Now, that, that's, that's the thing. For each and every person, their goals are different from their dreams. And people leave their dreams in their mind and they're leaving behind something great. Because some people have some big dreams and it's so great and it's so positive and it's outstanding and it can help somebody else to be outstanding too. But the fact that they held on to that dream and didn't pursue it or didn't pursue it and continue to pursue it or even, you know, um, go out and find resources that help them to get to where they go or need to go, excuse me. Like you put yourself in a deficit you put yourself in a position to where, oh man, it's not going to work. You overthinking the process. It, first off, we just need to do it. We just need to do it. You got to you got a dream. Now make goals with the dream. Now make goals with the dream. I, I, I'm 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 sorry. I'm going to take a slight tangent right here because <laughs> this, this this is very important. This is very important for anybody listening. If you have a dream, Hmm. follow the dream. Chase the dream. I don't care who says your dream is stupid. I don't care who didn't believe. I don't care if your mama don't believe in you, your brother don't believe in you, if your daddy don't believe in you, if the teacher don't believe in you. Everybody who's been a millionaire or a billionaire that has status to where they are, they dream big. And they didn't need anybody's approval. They didn't. They had confidence. Confidence. They had their own confidence. They seek their resources. They did what was necessary. They didn't stick around people who didn't believe in the vision. Who didn't work towards the vision. The goal. The dream. Don't allow nobody to kill your dream. And when you start working towards the dream and you make your list, quit making the list of 85 things. Yes, he has Write down what you need to do. Write down the step you need to take. What's the next step? After you write that next step down, put your pen down, put your pencil down, quit typing, (laughs) and do it. So... And that's that's a great point because he taught me how to prioritize and, and take it step by step. Because I, I feel like a lot of us get overwhelmed 
when we see that whole list rather than taking it step one, step two. We go, oh, my God, I got to do step one and two and then get to three and four. No, he taught me to, you know what I'm saying, complete one task at a time. And that's been actually helping me, guys. So please take his advice. Um, He definitely knows what he's talking about when it comes to that. But back to what we were saying. So as far as seeking external um, um, validation, where where do you find that comes comes into play from within? Why do people do that? Where where do you feel like it starts? I have a I have an interpretation where I think it starts. But why do you think people stop seeking internal validation and start seeking external? What do you think the the um you know what I'm saying? Where do you feel like the um what word I'm looking for? Hmm. The distinction comes into play. A lot of sensory things happening on the outside mm-hmm. that we know of, right? Seeing, smelling, mm-hmm. tasting, hearing, all this stuff comes from the outside, right? Right. A lot of times we look and, and use our sensory things on the outside. We, we look at everything that everybody has. We smell the wonderful, expensive colognes everybody has. We taste the wonderful, expensive foods everybody has. We feel the wonderful textures that the clothes of, of this nice expensive dress or, or or whatever, you know, all these things we have sensory on the outside that we look at. And then mm-hmm. we see these other people with these things that are considered successful to society. And now we want to chase after those things. Hmm. So the sensory things, the things that we can, we see on the outside, we're looking at and we're paying attention to versus the things on the inside. You're trying to validate yourself by the things on the outside, but not validating the fact that you have a gift, not validating the fact that you have a skill, the fact that you have a talent, the fact that you've been graced with the opportunity out of 5 million choices between the sperm and the egg. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You, but no, that's the thing, though. We're we're on the outside looking at things instead of within looking at what we have. What we have is yes. enough, and we can get to where we need to go. Right. We can get to, exactly I, to where we need to go. We're 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 not without God graced us with everything that we need. Absolutely. Amen. Guys, I want you to know that you're already a winner. Do you know how hard it was for you to make it to that egg first? <laughs> like, guys, if you made it to the egg, you already a winner. You just have to apply yourself and don't get too caught up in the downsides of life. I feel like that's what people start feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like they're worthless or like they're nothing because they're too caught up in, you know what I'm saying? Their life not being as what they see on social media or no. how it's supposed to be. No. There's too many stories. This is the problem. This is the problem. They see too many successful people and they see what they have. This hmm. is the problem. Learn their story. Yes. Learn their story. That's- Let their story motivate you to become mm-hmm. better. Not their success, their story. You're looking at the wrong S. 
You're looking Ooh. at the wrong S. Quit looking at their success and look at their story. Because some people, and a lot of people you'll find, they came from not having, and they wanted to have, and they made it happen. Right. They changed the thing. They changed the fact that they were in pro- poverty. They changed the fact that they didn't have enough. They changed the fact that, oh, I need to get an education so I can get here. Their mindset, they changed that. But the only way to change that is that you're going to have to go through some things. And when you're tired of being sick and tired, you're going to make the necessary decisions to get to where you want to go. And the question here today is, when are you going to be tired of being sick and tired? Quit searching for validation. Quit quit looking at everybody's successes and learn from their story. Because the story will, will help you get to where you, the testimony will help you get to where you want to go because that gives you motivation. But first you have to be inspired. I'm sorry. You have to be inspired. You to. If you're not inspired to do anything, your motivation is only as good as five minutes. I've been on phone conversations with people where I get when whenever I get off the phone with them, they're motivated, they're ready to take action and and, and they're hyped, they're on fire, their blood pressure is raised and escalated, they're in on the edge of doing something great. And then the next thing you know, they give somebody else a phone call and then they tell them to do everything other than what they were motivated to do. And the reason that they allowed that to happen was because they weren't inspired. You have to be inspired. It's within. What is your driving force? Quit seeking validation. Don't allow validation to be your driving force. You're looking at the wrong. Don't let validation be your motivation. Oh, say that again. Say that one again. We're looking at all the wrong things to motivate us and to, 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 inspire us understand what inspire means because it's a thin line we get confused and try to cross together inspiration and motivation is not the same because inspiration comes from within it's already within you it's something that pulls at you and motivation pushes you you need both but if you're not inspired the motivation is useless Yes, guys. Pete, the the root word is in. It comes from within. Inspired. It's it's a definitely an internal thing you have to have for within. And then you know what I'm saying. Once you have that within, nothing can stop you. I always tell people you can have a mentor, but at the end of the day, you have to be your own mentor. Meaning your brain, your muscle, that has to be your biggest mentor. Because we can we can talk to your mouth. You know, a mentor can talk to you. All night and day, but at the end of the day, you're going to make your own decision. You have to be responsible. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. And people go through things. People go through counseling. People go through therapy. People go through coaching sessions. And then after they get through their session or whatever, they say, oh, man, it didn't work. It didn't work because you didn't work it. That's why you're, because you didn't do the work. Right. It didn't work because you didn't work it. You didn't put in the actions that you were supposed to put in. You didn't mm-hmm. go seek uh, better help. And because that, that goes back to what I was saying, after your therapist, your coach, and whoever tells you, 
uh, the next steps or help you with the next step. You go and talk to somebody else who's trying to bring you back. Change your environment. Change your mind. Oh, say that one again. Say that one again. Guys, change your if Change when you your mindset. Change yourself, you have to change your environment. That's a big one there. You have to change. Listen, if that environment is toxic, even if you're trying to be a better person, that environment is going to consume your energy because this is what you're used to. This is a reminder of what you're used to. You have to get into a different environment, a different space. Surround yourself with different people. You know what I'm saying? Because people really can motivate you to do different do the same thing for example like a person that was on drugs you can't continue to hang out with drug addicts because that's a way of seducing that's a way of temptation that's the way you know what i'm saying you have to move yourself away from that but the, so thing, is, that point. the thing is you have to get strong within within because that, that that's the thing we allow our pain to become our poison. Right. The pain ain't right. meant to be poison. It's meant to prosper, but not only you, other people. Other people. When people get on, those successful people, they get on and they tell you their stories, their testimony, where they came from, that was their pain. And you know what happened with that pain? Hmm. Use their pain as a reward. Now they're making hmm. they're making change from their pain. They're inspiring and motivating people from their pain. They're hmm. getting paid from their pain. People are writing books, people are in, out there speaking, people are putting it in their music. Absolutely. Your pain has meaning and people can relate more to your pain than their your success. And you can help them become successful by your pain. Oh, that's a big one. That is that, that's the one. problem though. We get stuck. We get stuck. We get stuck. It, it hurts to take the nail out of your foot. Somebody hmm. wants to take the nail out of your foot. But we know the pain that it's going to do, especially us looking at the nail in the foot. But we know that nail got to come out of there. But we don't want to put the work in to do to take the nail out because we know so we keep it in. pain. We keep the nail in. Quit keeping your pain in. Make your pain worth something. And God, that, like, that scar that came uh, from that relationship wasn't meaningless. It wasn't on accident that you went through what you went through. Because there's somebody going through something that's very close to what you're going through that you can help. Let oh, I'm glad that you're speaking on this. I'm glad that you're speaking on this. Let me let me tell you a quick story. I watched this this because you know I'm into psychology and I watched this video right. Mm -hmm. This therapy she told she told a group of people right. She said they were playing tug of war. Now listen, guys, this is gonna I'm I'm already on even past the mark right. So. She she set up a tug of war, right? It was five people on each side. They were all women, right? She said, this side represents the part of you that wants to be healed, right? This side represents the part of you that want that don't want that don't want healing, that want to stay stuck. 
Hmm. So she said, go. Of course, they started pulling, right? So at the end of the tug of war, the part of the of the part, I mean, the side that that didn't want to be healed, um, that didn't want to be healed, won the tug of war, right? right? So she said, "How come y'all just didn't drop the rope?" Hmm. How come y'all just didn't drop the rope? We're so used to fighting that we don't know that surrendering will help the situation. Wow. I'm going to add this, though. I'm going to add this, though. Right on top of that. Be careful who you surrender to. Hmm. A lot of times we give up, we throw our hands up, and we throw it up in front of the enemy. Hmm. We tell the enemy all our problems. We tell the enemy everything that's going on that's wrong with us. And they're waiting for you to surrender. Be careful on who you talk to. Ain't everybody meant to help you. Not everybody's meant to help you. Find, oh, wow. Seek a professional help too if you have to. Your help should be more important than anything. If you need to seek a psychiatrist, if you need to seek a, a doctor, if you need to seek a life coach, whoever you need to seek, go seek it. Your life but you, is inexpendable. Why, why, why be cheap on your life when that's the most precious thing given to you? Well, you know, and I don't even mean to bring race into it, but I think as minority people, as black people, we're taught, because I, even in my family, Every time someone says they want to seek therapy, they want to get, if that's just marital counseling, if that's just, you know, grieving counseling. Every time someone mentions that, they act like it's the blue bunny plague. Why would you want to talk to somebody you don't know? Why would you? There's nothing wrong with wanting help and getting help. The the, the key thing here is professional. Right. But professional. A living, they have been, you know, very well observed with a degree that says they are qualified to be in that position. Right. So versus going to your friend when you have marital problems and she's already been divorced and going through another divorce. Right. <laughs> right. What sense does that make? How was the she going to help you get through your marriage? That's so tough when she don't That's even true. know how to get through her own marriage. Right. You keep surrendering to the wrong people. Right. Professional. Get to somebody who's doing it. Surround yourself in the environment you want to be around and like. If you want to be, if you, if you, if you want to be a good wife, hang around good wives. If you want to be a good husband, hang around good husbands. How the hell you going to expect to get to where you want to be if you want to be an an intelligent man, but you hanging around dodos? Hmm. It's not going to happen. Look through your life. See what you have. Look and see, because there's some things everybody has to sort out. We got to get rid of some things because we expect so much more 
Right. But the fact that we don't let go of the lesser things, we can't get the greater things. Oh, yes. You have to be willing to let go of everything to gain everything. And I, I'm even learning that. I'm even learning that lesson. Um, Another thing I feel like people don't vote for themselves. Vote for you. You know, a lot of people, even me, I find myself being more caring for people than in neglecting my own needs. And I'm learning myself. You have to vote for yourself. Put yourself first. God first, you second. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is, is third and fourth, fifth, whatever the case is. You have to value you. You know what I'm saying? And that's another form of validation where you're always, you're a people pleaser. You're trying to please others. But who's looking out for you? Hmm. Who's, who's looking out for you? Besides you. Because let me tell you something. No one's going to care for you as much as you care for yourself. No one. No one can love you like you love you. So, that's another thing I feel like we all fall victim to. Um, and I'm not just on here bashing people because I got everything I say. I I've been that person. That's the reality. Yeah, it's 100 percent the reality. The reality can be you could be scratching somebody's back, patting them on the back, telling them it's gonna be all right, and as soon as you turn around, they got the knife next to yours. Hmm. They got a knife next to yours, right behind you, right behind your back. You just help that person out. As soon as you get off the phone with them, they slander you. Hmm. Oh, he going to tell me all this and that. And he ain't got his life together. How he going to tell me and, and everything? He going to hmm. tell me I need to stop hanging around him, around these, uh, um, these people that ain't no good for me and, and all this stuff. But he's still out there doing what he's doing. Yeah, everybody falls short. But if that's good advice... Not everybody's perfect. Tell me one person who's perfect that's on this earth right now. And I'm not talking about what the media makes. Media can make you the most unblemishing person, but of course that's not their goal. Hmm. You know, they, they, they can make you look like the greatest man of all time. They can. But the thing is, everybody has a deep, dark, nasty, uh, um, un, unlikely situation, a, a, a hard situation, tough situation. They've been through things. Not everybody's together. People were in the process of helping other people getting their life together still too. Absolutely. People take on other people's loads all the time. I, I see it. I always say that. Um, but the problem with that is you get so... Sometimes I feel like people's energy can consume yours, if that makes sense. Like, if you take on people's loads all the time, especially negativity, that can definitely affect your energy and shift the way of your thinking and your being. So sometimes, like I said, you have to vote for yourself first. If you're not, if you know that this person always brings this energy around you, or even them talking to talking to you is always pessimistic or is never positive or whatever the case is, sometimes you have to simply just say, I'ma love you, but I'm gonna love you from a distance. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
but I definitely have to learn, even with associates or people I consider my friends. Um, energy is is so important to protect of yours, and it's so you know what I'm saying it's easy. It's very contagious, you know, other people's energy. So in your opinion, how do you deal with people that's always bringing maybe negativity or do you shut them out or do you still mentor them or do you still, you know what I'm saying? How, basically, how do you deal with people that's possibly steering you away from what you need, where you need to be? Um, Definitely, uh, uh, well, I'm gonna put it in this terms. I, I, I try to understand the spirit within me. Hmm. Um, because a lot of people they just want to talk about their problems and do nothing about it. No solutions. Yes, they right. Just want to talk right. about their problems. I'm good. I don't. I don't want to be around that. I want to be around people who are willing to execute. If I'm bringing up the problem, I'm looking for a solution. I'm looking for a solution. But if you're not ready to make a solution, then what's the point of bringing the problem up to me? Actually, I care less about the problem. I care more about what you're going to do about it. Do about it. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I just got off of a phone call last night about somebody, you know, going through their problems. And you know what I told them? I said, man, we can make a three-hour conversation be 30 minutes. Hmm. You know, I always tell people, I even told, uh, you know, other people in our organization, I said, what thing about Pastor Mark is, he gonna cut to the chase. <laughs> he definitely gonna cut to the chase. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna get a real and what needs to be heard. Like, you I always say, you don't do the BS. You don't do the BS at all. You don't sugarcoat. <laughs> I mean, what what good what does it profit me to sugarcoat right. for you? I'm not telling you right. what you need to hear. Then what's the point of you even talking to me? Right. No, not what you want to hear. I said what you need to hear. That's the problem. People talk to me and I give them what they need to hear, but they don't want to hear it. That's fine. You can <laughs> You can go somewhere because that's showing that number one, you just want to dwell in your problems. You want to wallow in your own mess. That's fine. Do that away from me, though. Do that away from me. I don't have time to keep talking to you about the same situation over and over again. No, 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 no. When you come to me, you come to me with a problem. Be ready to solve it. Be ready to solve it. Oh, be ready to solve it. If you're around people who are not solvers, get away from them because they're most likely problems. Oh Lord. Oh, that's oh that one hit. That one hit. That one did oh <laughs> I felt the only ghost on that one. <laughs> I'm I'm just keeping it the buck. We gotta we gotta get into the position of of being a solver and then also be careful too because people solve in a negative way. Not everybody solves in a positive way. Be careful on, on, on your choices because you can solve things the wrong way. You can solve things absolutely 100% the wrong way. Be ready to get into a position 
in this season to solve your problems because it's no purpose in wallowing in your own mess. It's no purpose of you dealing with the same problem today and tomorrow and the next day and the next week and the next month. If money is your problem, solve it. Oh, I can't find hmm. a job. I can't find a job. What gift do you have? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm too oh. deep. I'm going too deep. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm uh, 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 no, ahead no, no, no. I'm going too deep. If anybody has that's these problems, I got an IG. You can hit me up on IG. It's Trill Forte on all platforms. Mark Fitzgerald on Facebook. I'm ready to do some stuff. I'm I'm ready to make beasts. I'm ready to create. I'm ready to create beasts because everybody has potential within them, but they keep giving themselves excuses because of their situation. And it's not a real good reason to stay in your situation because you can be in a better situation. And that was going to be my final question too. Why do people focus every time, you know, why do people, inst- why do why don't people take accountability? Why do you feel like they finger point or play the blame game? It's the easy way out. It's the escape goal. It's the easy way out. That's less pressure on their plate. Hmm. Imagine what happens when you're responsible for something. Your blood pressure rises, you turn red, you're embarrassed. Nobody likes that feeling of humility. That's hmm. where that validation comes from. They don't want to feel humi- humiliated. They want to continue that status. They want to continue that. They don't, they don't want to be wrong. People want to feel a certain type of way. They want to always feel in the glory stage, but that's not the reality. The reality is sometimes you got to go through the mud. Sometimes you got to go through the pressure. You got to get. You got to go through the hurricane to get to the rainbow. Come on, like, like, why, why are you looking at, 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 at the success so much, but not understanding for these people to go through success, you got to get the work. Like, we, we look at these, these, these problems that we have, and we list everything except for ourselves. We list everything except for ourselves. We're no, we're not the problem in the list at all. No. Well, he initiated the problem. He started the problem. He said what he said. But guess what? We have our own brains. So for the people who said so-and-so made me do it, they made you do nothing. Everyone had a choice. Everyone has a choice because everyone has their own brain and everybody's brain is capable for thinking for themselves and actually acting on its own. You have an unconscious and a conscious mind. You can consciously make a choice. You can. But a lot of times we operate unconsciously doing the wrong things. We unconsciously make the wrong decisions. And the fact that we unconsciously make the wrong decisions, now we try to use our conscious brain to figure out what along the road happened to where everything fell. Oh, now we're using our conscious brain for the wrong thing. I always tell myself this, and anybody else, this is my favorite quote. I made it myself. Quote me. Quote me. So to get free, to 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 brief to be free of the prison of your mind, you have to get through the barbed wire. You have to get through the tough things. You have to. It's just the way it is. 
but that's where your that's where faith comes in. Hmm. You have to have faith, even if it's the size of a mustard seed. But the problem is, the problem is, a lot of people have faith. A lot of people have faith. They have faith in the goal. They have faith. They 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 they're well, ready for it. But the problem is, faith without work is dead. dead. Yes. You're not putting in the work. You ain't never started the dream, boy. You never started the goal. You never started the next step. You believe in every inch of you, or you believe a little bit in the vision, but the fact that you're you you it won't go anywhere because you won't work. The little faith can actually start growing because when you start putting in the work, you cultivating the seed that is within you, Jesus. You do that and then you start watering the seed. And then you make sure the seed is placed in the proper in the proper place so we can get the sunlight that it needs. And then the roots start going down and it starts getting deeper. And that's your faith. Your faith is getting bigger and it's starting to expand. And now it's coming outward. It shows outward. The fact that now I'm peeking up above the soil, the mud, the dirt, all the work that I had to do to get to here. It's now finally showing. And remember this, guys. Yes. Remember this, guys. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of digging and a lot of making you sure you have nutrients, the right environment. Is your environment right. sucking more nutrients away from you or is it providing you the nutrients that you need to strive and thrive towards greater things? Basically, he's saying just because the, the plant has rose from the ground doesn't mean the plant still doesn't have needs. You need to be watered. You basically you have to keep going. You have to keep, you know what I'm saying, striving for greatness. You can't just give up when because a lot of people don't do that, honestly. Once they, you know, get to where they need to be, they kind of just give up give up the fight. You know? Or they feel like they don't have to do what they had to do before. No, you have to definitely keep working. You definitely have to keep that drive, keep that fight you had before you touch the surface. Right. Right. I mean, that's the thing. There's 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 two major steps to any anything. It's starting it and maintaining it. Two major steps, hmm. measures major steps to your goal, your dream, your vision. Starting it and maintaining it, being persistent, going at you, going at it each and every day, 120%, not going any less than what needs to be given. That's the hmm. problem. We're going 70% and we're expecting 100% results. Quit going into your relationships like that. Ooh. The fact that you're so hurt from the last relationship, you're only putting in 70%. But you're expecting somebody to give you 100%, but you're not reciprocating that energy. You're not producing 100% in the relationship, but you're expecting 100%. Don't go in there not producing what you're expecting. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one there. In anything you do. Your friendships, your relationship, your work, your job, you're looking at a promotion, but you're not putting in 100%. You're qualified for it. You're qualified for the promotion, but you think they're going to choose you when you're not putting in 100% in work? You're only doing I what see. it takes to get by. You're putting in 70%. 
And see, that's this is where this word comes in. What you just said, entitlement. People feel entitled to things, you know, without the work. I'm gonna ask this though. Why do they perceive they're entitled? Because this is the problem. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but it's the way of their thinking. They feel they're perceived because they, they, they perceive that they're entitled because of their pain. They're not that yes. people for it. They're not. But the problem is the way they think about it. Oh, I went through all of this. I went through all of that. And I, I, I deserve this. Yes, you do. But your mindset, the way you're going about it, you're not doing what's necessary to get to which you really are entitled to. Hmm. You're thinking about it the wrong way. You feel you're entitled because you went through the pain. But you didn't do nothing about it. You didn't do nothing about the pain. You're letting it sit within you and letting it build up and you're angry. So that's what you're going with. You're going angry. You're going angry. No, no, you're not entitled to anything angry. But if you use that pain, and it's like, no, I do hurt. I do hurt. I do hurt. And I write that book about my hurt. And and that book, it gets to these people. And these people, they, they tell me how my book helped them. I am entitled. I am entitled. I went through that pain. And my pain prospered someone else. My God. What, 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 why do you feel entitled? Because everyone, everyone has a purpose. Everyone has an has a purpose. Absolutely. Rather you know it or not, we have a purpose. If you're a believer of God, you have a purpose. And I always say that. If you wake up this, if you woke up this morning, guess what? Your purpose has not been fulfilled yet. You still have some reasons for being here. So that, that even be- means that even means even if you don't believe in God. Huh. Huh. Hmm. And I want you to think on that on a deep level. I want you to think hmm. on that on a deep level. I mean, I mean that that one there, I'm I'm I I, t- I typically like to stay on the surface of things. But right there, hmm. that's deep. Because if you're allowed to stay here, God has a purpose for you. And you need to realize that. Quit, 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 quit waking up every day and playing video games or, or, or watching movies or, or, or watching TV shows. You, you, you're, you're, you're doing nothing with your life and God intended the purpose for your life. That's why I, I said out of these five million choices, it, it was you that came here into this reality. And why would you wait? You were born with a purpose, but the problem is we don't seek purpose. Huh, that goes back to that. We seek validation. Yes. We can't seek the, the, the fact that we can't get that validation. Now we're sitting depressed. Now we're losing confidence, but the confidence, you're trying to find everything on the outside. Quit looking outside and look within. You have everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need. And the problem is, you're looking at how skilled other people is. No, 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 no. I know people who will outwork anybody. And they're not the most skilled person. They're not. Just look at it. There's some people who are so talented that are not in the NBA. 
But you know, they're why? Not in the you know why? Why? They didn't put in the work. They wasn't that hungry for it. They weren't yes. that hungry. Be hungry for your purpose. Be hungry for your purpose. You deserve to be in the league. You deserve to be in the top CEO executive position. You deserve to be on the top in your industry. But what work are you putting? Quit trying to get things handed to you because you feel you're entitled. And get out of your feelings. That's why I always tell people nothing is personal. Everything, nothing is personal. If you, that just means you have a sense of um, sensibility to where you feel like everyone is jugging at you. That's something you have to work on internally too. If you feel like everything someone says is personal, that has nothing to do with no one else but yourself. Constructive criticism or criticism is still a learning tool. Hmm. So get out of the sensitivity and open your ears and you have two ears, two ears for a reason. Listen twice as much as you talk. Sometimes if you, if you listen, you will learn more than you, than you will say, you know what I'm saying? So even when Pastor Mark be telling me things, of course, you know what I'm saying? At first it might sound like, Oh my God, like he come, but I noticed that this man is really speaking to help to better. And that's what that goes for anyone. If someone's telling you the same thing over and over, or if you're hearing that same thing from different people, guess what? Maybe you need to evaluate yourself. I'm going to add on top of that because it's something you said very important. You got two ears and listen in one mouth. Listen twice as much. But this is the thing, right? right. Don't listen to respond with your mouth. Yes. Yeah, and that goes back to don't listen to respond to... with your mouth. Listen mm-hmm. to respond with your action. What are you going to do to fix the situation, the problem that is in front of you? You know it's a problem, but you don't want nobody to point out your flaws. But the flaws right there, they point it out because they see better within you. Absolutely. And the fact that they know you can fix it. That's the reason they told you in the first place. But the fact that you got so much pride and ego and you don't want nobody to tell you nothing, how you expect to make it to the dream, to the goal. Every person that's made it to where they made it, made it with some type of mentorship, with some type of counsel, with some type of coaching. Everybody had somebody by their side to guide them in some form of fashion. Hmm. Quit looking at the guidance from the wrong places. Quit looking for the guidance at the wrong places. Y'all, y'all go everywhere else, but the places that tell you what they need to tell you, you ignore. You ignore, you write them off. I, I feel like this is, and I don't mean to sound sexist or, you know, I feel like ego plays a huge part in the male's thought process. You know what I'm saying? Alphas. Alphas. Males males want to be on the top of everyone. I I was in a session. I'll tell you this. I was in a session one day, and we had about five guys in there. And um, 
it was crazy because it was like two different conversations going at the same time and everybody trying to really be the 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 person who leads the session or whatever right. who organized and structures the ser- the session and, and, and it was chaos because everyone was trying to lead hmm. everyone was trying to be over everybody and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. This is the problem. Nobody knows their role. Nobody knows their role. Oh. Everyone, everybody wants to be in leadership, but th- th- that's the problem. You don't want to be a leader. You don't. You don't want to be a boss. <laughs> you just want to be bossy. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, I think. It's the um, it's a syndrome to where every time, you know, a male is around another alpha male or males in general, it turns into a competition. Where when no when it's not a competition, in fact, we're all trying to get to the same place. Why can't we all help one another? But no, someone has to be the lead. Someone has to. First of all, why does it have to be a leader? Why can't we all work equally? And I feel like that plays a huge part in even growing, you know, my ego in a way, my pride in a way. I can never, you know, I don't want to listen to you because my pride in a way. Or I don't want to bite the bullet because my pride, my ego. That's that's only preventing you from being better. Right. Actually, you know, to me, biting the bullet is being more of a man because guess what? You put your pride to the side to better yourself. And we have to be willing, willing. We have to be willing to do those things from within, you know? And I feel like once we tap into that, we will be a greater being. This this has been a great podcast, Pastor Mark. I really, you know, I typically, when I got on this podcast, I was like, I know I'm going to learn a lot. But this has been a very, very, very intellectual conversation. I'm actually glad. I think things happen exactly how they're supposed to. <laughs> Always does. Always does. Yes. Everything happens with a purpose. And I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna leave this because a, a lot of things happen, and we don't understand why it happens. But in due time, you will. You just hmm. keep on keeping on, as the old people would tell me. You keep on living and you're going to see what the end will bring. Hmm. You, you, you're destined for greatness, but you keep surrounding yourself around average, mediocre people. You're destined for greatness, but you keep putting yourself in the same cycles of environments that are negative. You're destined for greatness, but you're around crabs in a bucket. Hmm. What what are you hmm. going to do to become the greatness you are? Think outside the box sometimes. We, we, right now, we, we, we live in an economy that has been struggling. We thought jobs was the way of security. But as you see, when the economy hit flat bottom on its face because of COVID, people that they really thought that were entitled to their position in their job, they got laid off. Hmm. 
They thought they were so important, but that also goes back to what I was saying. They were putting in 70%. When you put in 100%, they can't lay you off because you're vital. Hmm. Hmm. And beyond that, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a dream out there calling for you. That's why you haven't gotten the work that you've been trying to get. You've applied everywhere and they're not responding. There's a dream out there. There's a gift that you have within you and you're not utilizing the gift. And the fact that you're not utilizing the gift, you're stuck in the same cycle trying to look for jobs and other things when you should be utilizing your gift. Quit slipping, sleeping on yourself. Quit sleeping on yourself. It's within you. Yes, there will be, be external people. sources that help you. They're there. They can help but you, don't... but they won't help you if you don't put the work in. I, external sources are not the engine of the car. If that makes sense. You're the engine of the car. They're only to, they're more like the battery. You know what I'm saying? They help the lights or whatever stay on. But at the end of the day, you have to be your biggest fan. You cannot lean on anyone to be your biggest fan, but you. You know what I'm saying? You have to believe from within that you're that superstar. You're that, you're that doctor. You're that lawyer. You're that whoever you want to be. You know? And I feel like that. Once you tap into that, you you work you you really work miracles. Like you will see the difference. Even me, I used to be that person, the people pleaser, and all that. Once I start focusing on me, I've seen all the difference, and I can only thank the Lord, really. Right. 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 So I want to thank, oh my God, I want to thank you, Pastor Mark, for coming on this podcast. We're definitely going to have to do a, another podcast soon. Um, did you enjoy, like? Did you did you really feel like we really this this is really inspirational? I feel like we're going to help a whole lot of people, tons of people. Um, I have merchandise dropping. I already dropped it on my Instagram page. Um, Pastor Mark, I want to send you some merchandise um, through your. I guess I'll send it through the mail. Um, or whenever we link up, absolutely. Um, yes, the, um, for the podcast, and I think you'll like it. I'm seeing you the design when we, you know, when we conclude this podcast. But absolutely. I want you guys to buy my merchandise. Please support Leading Legacy. Please follow the Instagram page, follow the YouTube channel. Um, that's in the making. Follow all the social media platforms that we have. Um, please stay tuned for more podcasts. Anything else you want the people to know before we? The part, um, yeah, man, like you said, uh, just you know, follow all the social media platforms for leading legacy L E A D L E A D I N G L E G A C Y 20. Yeah, y'all hear uh, um, Twitter, um, you can follow our YouTube. We're gonna start putting out content like crazy on YouTube. Um, we're, we're, we're just in the process of, of planning what we're going to do for our YouTube. We're looking for people to get involved, as I said before. So if you want to get involved, you can either hit up the Leading Legacy um, um, social media or you can hit me up personally, my social media at Trail Forte, T-R-E-A-L. 
F O R T E I G, Facebook, Twitter. You can hit me anywhere. Um, I'm definitely looking for more people that are looking to empower even more people with Leading Legacy. It's all in the title. If you want to know what Leading Legacy about is about, you can you can hit us up, ask us. Um, if you just you know want to know what it is about, period. Just look at the words. I mean. It's in the it's in the title. It's leading legacy. That that the, if if you don't know what legacy is, search it up. Search it up. Please search the term like leading <laughs> leading legacy. I mean, we really are. I'm gonna say this so we end it. Um, really are a leading legacy. Like guys, when you have people like, and I'm gonna say this on air too. Like Pastor Mark is definitely a mentor of mine, and I think I'm old. How old are you, Pastor Mark? I'm 22. I think you're actually younger than me. Say it again. 23. Oh, he's older. Okay, he's a year older than me. Pastor Mark is definitely a mentor of mine. And I'll tell anybody that. This man really, you know what I'm saying, speaking facts. And I'm sure you guys could tell that he's very educated. And I think I like it most because we're we're both spiritual beings. And we really relate to the Bible. And, you know, as you could probably tell, we we include a lot of spiritual things into our um, conversations. That's another reason why I miss Pastor Mark, because he gone, you know what I'm saying? He always come with the Holy Spirit and knowledge. So and, and, and that, 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 I'm, I'm going to touch on that real quick. That's all where I got everything from. It came from my experiences. It came from my experiences. 100% of everything came from my experiences. How I perceive life. How I perceive life and understanding how everyone else perceives life. It's an on-day, everyday going process of me developing personally. Hmm. It's every day. It doesn't stop. Your development happens every day. Quit denying and delaying your development. There's people out there who's willing to help you, but you keep denying and delaying it. You're delaying your you're denying your greatness. What would you say out of 20, 23 years of living, what would you say your biggest lesson of life has been? If you could put it into, into a, a nutshell, what would it be? Fear and faith cannot coexist. Hmm. It can't. Um, a lot of situations hmm. that I've been in um, that close calls should have been the end of the road, whatever hmm. you could possibly think of. Like, I've been there, I've done that, and I'm looking to make something great out of my pain. And, and, and the thing is, with that, I know I can make other people great. I can help other people become great. Because it's already within you. It's already within you. Everything that you have is already within you. It's in you. You're fully, you're fully equipped. You're fully a God equipped you to be who exactly who you need to be. You just have to use those tools. And once you're at the end of the day, all that we're talking about, once you, we could talk about all this stuff, but you have to be willing. You have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing. That's the root of that's the root of it. That's the root. That's what I tell a lot of people. 
I'm like, look, if you're not willing to put the work in, what's the point of our conversation? Hmm. What's the point of our conversation? Because the conversation started out with a problem. So if you come to me with a problem, what do you expect to happen? I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, it's okay. It's all right. Tomorrow will be better. No, let's fix it. Let's fix it. What, 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 good, See, I'm, what is good is only consoling, you know? I mean, at the moment, they want you, at the moment, you know, it feels good for that moment, but the problem is still that let's fix the problem. Let's try well, let's get out of the out of the crutch stages. Going to weed and well, drinking I, and all of these other things that's not gonna help you. Well, I feel like people they want you to fuel the problem because that's what they that's all they know. All they know is pain and all they know is trouble. So when you come at them with something different, that's unknown territory to them. Yeah. So you know what people do? They stay where they feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's all right. That's what I tell everybody who, who who's in that boat. If that's where you're at, then stay there. All I need is people who execute and willing to execute to come to me and to re- be ready to fix a problem, to come to me to be ready to execute, to come to me and be ready to create that legacy, to come to me and be ready to be phenomenal, to come to me and be ready to be what they want to be, reach the dream, whatever it is. Hmm. Wow. My biggest quote, and I'm done. I'm done. You can go ahead and say it. We got we got two more minutes. What you my, my biggest <laughs> quote that everybody knows for me mm. is a hundred percent of everything comes from the mind. Oh, hundred percent of everything. Even the problem that was an external source, it came from the outside that was perceived. First off. So that just shows you the fact that you perceive it's a problem came from the mind. But anyways, um, the, the, the perceived problem that's external, it's up to you to decide how you're going to solve it. And that requires you to think. And if you don't think about it and you just act, that's still an unconscious decision that came from your mind and your body's just doing it. So regardless of what you do, it comes from the mind. Everything. Oh my God. Oh my. And I was just talking about this earlier. Let me give y'all a visual demonstration of how powerful the mind is. Have you guys, have you ever been to a circus or have you ever seen a a trainer of a lion? Definitely. Now, have you, you know who a lion, well, I'm sure you know who a lion trainer is. They, you know, they teach the lion how to do tricks. And so if a lion and a human was to go toe to toe, who you think would win? That lion. Well, I ain't going to shred that boy to pieces. Okay. So, in a circus, a lion is doing what a human taught them to do, right? right? So, but the lion is so caught up in what is taught that it don't even know that if I fight, if I fight, I will win. And I won't be in this spell anymore. But because it's in that mental spell, this is what it do every night. That's how powerful the mind is. Once you're in a spell, once you're oppressed, once you're trained to do something, this is all you know and this is all you will do. 
And that's why we gotta and and this is this is something that would be awesome if we can go into underprivileged places and, and be able to to show, demonstrate, mentor, counsel, help teach the children hmm. that hey, you don't have to be stuck in poverty. You don't have to be stuck in the mindset that your parents and your generations behind you are stuck in. You don't have to be. It's 100% your choice, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going to stay in your hood and stay with the same tradition that your father did before you or that your mother did before you or that your mother hmm. is doing? What, what, what are you going to do if you're really tired of everything that you got to go through? Hmm. All these things. And then beyond that, see, that's the thing. What are you going to do after that? If when when you do, I don't like to say if, when you do make it out. When you do. Manifestation, right. When you do. What are you going to do when you make it out? Are you just going to sit lavishly and sit and then just uh, be like, yeah, I'm good. Or are you going to go back to your community and try and help somebody else? Or back or go to other communities like yours and similar to yours and help them get out because of the things that you went through and what you've experienced. What what are you going to do with your pain? To to be different, you have to do different. You have to get out of your comfort zone, guys. I feel like a lot of people are so stuck in their comfort zone. They don't want to do better. They don't want this is all they know. Similar, similar to the story, I, I mean, the analogy I just gave about the lion. This is all he knows. So this is what he's going to do. Although it's hurting him, although he's tired of doing it, this is all he knows. But once you break that mental block, you could be great. But it starts from within. So everything we said starts from within. You have to be willing. You have to be ready. You have to be tired of being tired, like Pastor Mark said. Lord Jesus, you keep calling me Pastor. <laughs> Pastor Mark, look, I'm manifesting this. I'm manifesting. He, once you get, bro, I'm come. Once you get ordained, I'm gonna be in the building. Listen, as I tell everybody, I don't tell everybody my business, but you know, I've already went through everything. Look. All mm-hmm. I really need to do is, is, I guess you're talking about in the sense of being registered with the state. Mm-hmm. Right. All I just got to do is go up there. That's it. I mean, it. See, but what's, what's stopping you, Pastor Mark? Go ahead and do what you got to do because I feel like this is your calling. Like, the Lord is using me as a vessel to tell you this. Look, this look, is what... Look, look, look. This is, I've, I, I'm not making an excuse. I'm not saying anything. All I'm just saying is I, I'm definitely seeing more and more each and every day of what God has mm-hmm. planned for me. And that's why Absolutely. Leading Legacy is what it is today. That's that's why Leading Legacy is what it is today. And the fact of the matter is me doing these podcasts, this hmm. is a start. And me going prayerfully to go to these schools and different things of that nature. That's what I said. You know, uh, if y'all know anything, you know, y'all in the Houston area, y'all are, you know, know some teachers or something, you know, I'm looking to go to schools. 
if y'all know some teachers that can get to the principal, say, hey, I got a guy who speaks, he speaks well, and he's looking to help. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not here for me. I'm not here for me. Hmm. I'm not. Hmm. It's, 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 somebody has to be in a position to help somebody else. Somebody has to be in a position to help somebody else. And, and 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 a lot of times what we do, we look around at everybody else. I can tell hmm. you I've done it. I've looked around at everybody else. I'm like, it's not enough. It's not enough. Get involved. I've been I've been told by a minister, you keep running from the front line when you meant to be there. Hmm. You keep running from the front line. I don't know who I'm talking to, too. Because you're meant to be at the position and place that you keep running from. It's, it's I guess it's a sense of fear. That's 100% what it is. It's what it is. I mean, I mean I'm going there. Like I said, I don't care what you believe in, but the fact of the matter is the enemy wants to take you from where God wants you to be. God wants hmm. you to be in a position of greatness, but the enemy keeps putting things that would trigger fear in you and make you not want to, you know, get involved with the ministry or the thing that God has for you. You know? And and, mm-hmm. and and the thing he puts in your head is you can't do it. You're not qualified. <laughs> you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You're introvert. You're yep. shy. Yep. You can't do Self-sabotage. That goes... Yep. It goes back to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a way of... is a um, synonym for fear. It's a way of self-doubt, of you know what I'm saying? Of putting yourself down or because you feel like you're never going to be good enough. That's a core value that we teach ourselves. We're never going to be good enough. So every time I get an opportunity to do better, I sabotage myself. I talk myself out of it. I make an excuse. Right. That just comes with, but we have to learn different and be different. That's all. Right. And get it around the environment. Because I'm going to tell you what. It's all right to be willing to change the mindset. But it won't. It's a process. It takes time to get your mind strong and disciplined in that new mindset. So whenever Hmm. you're still around the same environment trying to change your mindset, it doesn't work. Because the environment will keep pulling you back to the same old, same old. Really? It's definitely a magnet. And guys, this is a big this is a big one too. You have to be willing to piss people off to better yourself. <laughs> Everyone is not gonna be happy. They're used to you being this way. So when they see different, of course they're gonna say, Oh, you better than us, or you know, no. Don't let that deter you from being better either. Be willing to make people unhappy to be a better you. It's gonna happen. Don't worry about the threats either. Because right. I can see somebody right now. I don't know who it is, but right now 
you you feel the threat coming by you leaving somebody else's presence that you really should be leaving. Right. I I, I don't know who it is, but if somebody's listening to this podcast right now that's hmm. threatened or, or feel that they will be threatened if they leave somebody that they actually need to be leaving because that person is no, it, it's toxic to their health. It's toxic to their life. It's toxic to the environment around. Everything is just toxic. It's not good for them. And don't be in that fear. You need to change that. And you're the only person that can change that. Nobody else. No one else. Seek good help. Quit going to the bad people who ain't helping you. Keep going to the wrong people. You cannot stay in the same. I think a lot of people get that confused. You cannot stay in the same environment that's toxic for you. It's in the air. You can't prevent air. You have to breathe. You have to get out of that space. And the people that's feeding you that toxicity, you have to move around. And it's okay that they're mad. They'll get over it. We're resilient. We'll get over it. If not, so what? And if, 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 they're, if they're your true friend, then they'll be over it. You know, or you might lose them. You have to be okay with losing people. Everyone's not meant to be in your life. I think people get tied up in that too. It's okay to lose people. Everyone's not permanent. You know, and if you value yourself, you wouldn't even be focused on that. Hmm. <laughs> we, get, we going there. <laughs> we definitely going there. Oh, my God. This has been, yes. I think we're going to touch a lot of people. And I feel like it's somebody out there. I feel in my spirit. I feel in my spirit. It's somebody out there that needs to hear this tonight. And God has definitely used me as a vessel. I'm sure he used Pastor Mark as a vessel. Um, it was meant for us two to be on here for some reason because everyone else kind of did, you know what I'm saying, the way things happen. I feel like God is wanting us to connect and really help the people, help somebody well, out. I'm going to tell you this is funny too because uh, Kilo was like, well he, well, he already said it before, but he was like, well, well, we'll you, you already said it. It was like, well, it'll just be me and you. You already said it earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if if anybody, if this ain't specifically for you, there's something you can get out of there regardless. If you, if you didn't get anything out of this, that means you weren't listening to apply. You listening to respond? Yes. You weren't listening to yes. reply. I mean, you know, to apply. You, you, you know, and, and I'm. I ain't gonna say I'm not an entertainer, but this isn't for entertainment. Yeah, this is this podcast. I feel like this is for enlightenment. This is for. Um, I feel like we help people even spiritually on this one. Um, share, share this, I, y'all. Share this with somebody that you know who can benefit from mm-hmm. from from. I mean, because this is this is this is dealing with the personal. We're, we're so involved with everything else but our personal lives. We're involved in everybody else's lives, but we don't fix the personal stuff that we need to fix. 
if we fix our personal mm. stuff that we need to fix, we can be as great as we need to be. Mm. We got to look in within. Quit looking outside. Outside ain't got nothing to do with you. You're looking at your predicament. Your predicament can place you in a better place. The fact that you went through that experience, you now you can channel that and use it for something better. To prosper someone else other than just you. Hmm. Share it with somebody. There's somebody that you, you're feeling that right now. That somebody that can actually take this podcast and, and, and listen to it and be able to go and understand that, hey, that thing that I just felt within me is something I need to work on. I need to work on my environment. I need to work on my influence. Who's influencing me and who am I influencing? Wow. Wow. This that 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 hit. That that definitely hit. This podcast has definitely been I would say this is one of the best ones I've done with a co-host. Um wow, we Pastor Mark, we gotta we gotta reconvene soon. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said the Lord says the same. We have to reconvene. I feel like we can really do magic out here in these streets. Like we really can help so many people and I feel like this is why I feel in my spirit this is why the podcast is going to blow up because the Lord I feel like the Lord sees that this can help so many of his children and I just feel like we really just had a spark that really can change someone's life or not even maybe not change their life but give them some insight yeah no 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 sometimes sometimes that's all they need because uh, it's not meant for us to change the life. It's meant for us to give them what they need so they can change their life. And change. Yes. Yes. That's yes. All, all they needed was that tiny little bit of information to get them going, to get them started. And then from there, I'm not saying the course is easy, but you put the work into it. That's all it takes. It takes you to put the work into it. Takes you to get around the good environments because those good environments, what they're going to do and the environments actually that where you need to go, where you need to go, get an environment to where you need to go. If you're trying to get into the industry of photography, get around photographers who are in the industry. If you're trying to be something, get around what you're trying to be. Get around hmm. people who are where you want to be, who've done what you, you know, Quit thinking so small. We, we think big everywhere else except for our actions. My goodness. Hmm. Oh, my God. Now, that one hit. That, that one definitely, yeah. Amen. That one. Somebody, somebody out there need to, needs to hear that. Wow. <sighs> this is this is this is a great I, yeah, yeah. We gotta talk soon, Pastor Mark. I wanna thank you so much for being on this podcast, taking time out of your day. Um, we're right where we need to be. I feel in my spirit. These ninety five minutes is where we needed to be out of our life. And I just wanna say, God bless you, man. I feel like we really can help people. Um once again, thank you so much for being here. Um, 
You want to give the people your um social media accounts one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True Forte, my personal one, T-R-E-A-L-F-O-R-T-E. All social media platforms, Instagram, um, Twitter, and Facebook. You know, my name, Mark Fitzgerald. Um, find my personal account on Facebook. Um, Leading Legacy. If you want to get involved in Leading Legacy, L-E-A-D-I-N-G-L-E-G-A-C-Y. 20 on all um all social media Platform. platforms man it, it, we're, we're trying to go somewhere and, and if you're trying to go somewhere whether you want to be a part of it or if you want to seek help coaching um just get a little bit of insight on some things you have some questions don't hesitate to hit me up personally um i'm 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 not a big celebrity that you can't get in contact with because i got 8000 levels before you even get to see me or contact me, no, I'm not there. Let's let's get let's get the work. Let's get some stuff done. If, you, man here, up, if you know somebody who's coaching, life coaching, or wants to get into it, tell them to come hit me up. You want to get involved in helping people, and you're sincere about it, and you really care about people, and that's what you want to do. Hit me up. We're trying to change lives here, not play with people. We gonna manifest that, guys. If you want your life changed, don't hesitate. Put your fears to the side and make that conscious decision to make that effort. Be willing, because they definitely this this organization definitely changed that some of the aspects of my life. Like I've learned to listen more, and I gotta thank Pastor Mark because. <laughs> It's been times where we be discussing things, and I'm like, if I just listen to this man, I will learn so much more. And I really tapped into that, and I just want to thank Pastor Mark. But thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. Thank you for listening to Black Kid Thoughts Only Podcast.